This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Laberman, studio with the, as always, Alex Klingensmith. Hey, Alex, how's it going? It's going great, man. How are you? All right, we're on part two. I'm doing well. Thank you, man. We're part on part two. two. We had a big, long, refreshing weekend. We're ready to rock and roll. We're recording this show on a Monday, which is kind of early for us for recording a show. Normally, we're more like Thursdays, so we should have tons of energy. We should be totally refreshed, and we should just crush it for our audience today, right? Yeah, unless you had too much fun over the weekend. I don't know what you did. What'd you do? I didn't. I don't have too much fun. I'm too old to have too much Come fun. Come on. What'd you do over the weekend? People well, want to hear. No, they what don't. What does Jason Labrum nope. do on the weekend? Well, we did fun? go to Paso Robles last week to the Mid-State Fair, and we went to Zach Brown Band, which was like the fifth time I've seen Zach Brown Band. Love him. Great. Yeah. But we also saw Old Dominion. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. Are they good? Unbelievable. There you go. They were 5X better than Zach Brown. The show was so much better, and the band is absolutely awesome. In fact, we've already bought tickets to, to another show in December. Sounds like you had fun, maybe. It was so great. <laughs> okay. You know, I even, I even made a rare post on Instagram about it, just, you know, about, because it followed up to my, uh, uh, go to Daybreak Church in Carlsbad, and Pastor Jason just crushed it this weekend. He always does. But it was about He's feeding great. your soul mm-hmm. and some of those things that you need to do to feed your soul. One, spend time with God alone or your higher power or your place of peace and um, do that on a regular basis. Surround yourself with other godly people who have similar beliefs and then also relax and recreate, yeah. you know, do things that are fun. And I crushed all three of those this last uh, couple That's days. So it awesome, was, it, was, it was really fun. You That's did the, the same, right? I, I had a great, I spent time with, my, a lot of time with my brothers. I have three little brothers. And yeah. so all three of them came down from wherever they live all over California. And we spent pretty much three days together. The wild Klingensmith clan. <laughs> we did a lot of surfing. <laughs> we, we have had a little bit of fun one of the evenings. Um, but also the rest of the family came down for so a barbecue. So you mean you guys got Chilean and started drinking some wine? It was my birthday. We had, we had tri-tip and red wine. to <laughs> you. It was great. The whole family came down or almost the whole family. And it was, That's rad. It was fun. Um, it was really fun. That that what you all those things you said though tie in really well to the show because it's it's a, it is called it is part two of the financial detox advice for multi generational families and we're calling this one the parents of the younger generation right we decided there's a pretty big age range that, that yes if you're listening to this and you're probably between the ages like even forty and sixty let's call it seventy forty and 70. seventy yeah and no, I would say forty is probably too young even young yeah okay maybe too young I think we're but maybe maybe it's forty five yeah. Because I'm 44 and I think I'm bordering too young. Yeah, because because the advice. But I also don't have any grandparents, so that would put me in the yeah. parent gender. So I think it, it could be 40 to 70. You're a right. lot of the things you said, though, in terms of like what you should be sp- doing to spend your what how you should be spending your time, I think becomes one of those things where once you get to a point where your children are now adults or young adults, I'm not one of those people, yeah. but my parents are. You're thinking to yourself, like one of the first questions I wrote here for us to discuss is what are some of the most important things to focus on financially at this stage of life? Yep. So what are some of those things? Well, I think it's good. So again, just to clarify, so we are talking about this multi-generational planning and what we wanted to do, and it was this is a great idea you had, Alex, is to break down 
different demographics. So younger kids. Um, now we're talking about you know younger parents or or, or older parents, and we're yeah. talking about grandparents and in different things you should be thinking about financially. So it's kind of a three stage. And and as we're doing this, we're using this as a precursor to develop and uh, um, solidify a full process that we take clients through to help them create a multi-generational plan, a family legacy, a wealth plan, basically for their family. Like, what does money mean to you? What's your purpose as a family? And help instill that in multiple generations. Because a lot of times, it's hard for grandparents to get to grandkids. It's hard for grandparents to talk to their kids. For It's hard to 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 host that dialogue and continue it on in a, in a beneficial way for each party. So I think we can serve as that intermediary host that conversation and relationship with a with an outline and an objective and, a, and a, a total purpose and it can be really neat so that's what this will all come out so yeah um stay in touch with us check us out at financialdetox.com and you can um, get some more information on that if you're interested we'd like to hear if you're interested in this multi-generational or uh, family legacy family financial dynamics planning session we'd love to hear from you so we as we start to build our interest list we already have several dozen families who are interested in how we're going to do that and so it'd be fun to add you to that check us out at financialdetox.com you can give us a call at 877-707-8889 so so these people have saved now you've saved up some money you've got some well maybe, maybe or positioning but for, you have kids grown kids you're positioning yeah. for retirement now you're actually starting to think about it because you've a second part of that is like what are the things that we're thinking about and i broke it into like actually family so yep. i financially speaking you've got to think about if you have children uh and they're probably young adults or, or you know young adults what are the things going on there that you have to pay attention to and good advice on that and then also if you have aging parents who may or may not save for oh, their yeah. own, you know, lifetime plan. How many people are we seeing dealing with their parents right now? Yeah. We, I, I mean, it seems like almost every other conversation I have, I have a client dealing with their parents and taking care of their parents. And oftentimes like the sandwich generation. That's what this generation yeah, is, is called. Is the, it the is the sandwich. You, you, you got older parents and you also have kids who maybe have boomeranged and are coming back and they're still relying on you financially. <laughs> so you have, do we have any advice or are so we just freaking really people supporting out? <laughs> three families? I, I guess we'll get to advice, but we only have a minute or so in this segment and then we're going to take a, a, a quick break and come right back and we're going to talk more about this. But you said specifically, what are some of the most important things to financially focus on or to focus on financially at this stage of your life? I think the biggest has to be Alex's don't make emotional blunders. Yeah. Don't make big financial mistakes because you're at a point now where you have some wealth and you can really screw up. Yeah. I'm for lack of a more intelligent way to say it. You can make a mistake now that can really cost you and set you back. Whether it's investing in things you don't understand and you don't know, trusting a friend with some private investment because you just really like him and you think he's got a great idea and and believing that real estate always works or believing that the stock market always goes up. Those are mistakes that can really set you back. So I think eliminating mistakes and going back to basics, like what are solid principles of investing, saving, planning for wealth that I can implement to not make mistakes? I think mm -hmm. that's got to be one of the biggest things. Yeah, that's good. I like that one. Okay, so we have a bunch more ideas yeah. and thoughts coming up as we continue this conversation. Again, talking about financial advice and financial detox for multi-generational. So 
it's not pegged to just one generation, but how does that transcend across the different mm-hmm. generations? And maybe you hear something that makes sense for you. And again, we're forming an interest list for this intergenerational wealth planning strategy session. Where we'll take families through that I think will be just amazing to show people and help people communicate about that. So give us a call if you want to uh, hear about that, 877-707-8889. And we'll put a tab on our website in the next couple of days that says interest list for that. And we'll, we'll start maybe giving people a way to sign up for that. That's that'd, a great that'd idea. That'd be helpful. Yeah, check, give cool. it a couple of days and then and it'll be on there. Got a couple segments uh, to go. Some great information. We're going to continue this conversation on multi-generational planning for families and how to be financially detoxified. This is Jason, your host. We'll be right back. Stay with us. All right, welcome back. It's Financial Detox. I was just telling Alex about my big contest I have going on this summer over break. We were talking about a client and a client of ours who's a great dude, and he's a lot of fun. Well, we have an ab contest. We're having a contest that, that commences and ends, starts and finishes on August 25th for the best abs. You already started? Well, this is all the build-up time. This is the prep time, and then the contest is one day, oh, August one day. 25th. What are Boom. you going to do? Like just a bunch of we have in to a row or we have or? to wear um, those European short shorts, oh like wrestler shorts. You know, like a jujitsu guy wears yeah. in the ring. You've painted the picture, yeah. Yeah, we have to wear those. They're really short, really super tight in front of both of our wives, and we have to like kind of model. It sounds weird, man. Really creepy, huh? How's that the contest? There's no strength at no, all. No, you got to see which only? who has the better abs. Are you going to spray paint them on and stuff like? I'm like going to have to do something at the rate I'm going because it's not working. <laughs> Get a burrito for lunch today, man. <laughs> Did I? No, I had a sandwich, a chicken it sandwich was a wrap, with a gluten-free wrap. A burrito. Is that healthy? I don't know. If you want to have abs, you're just supposed to stop eating, I think. But oh, you do. You have to like start. <laughs> Grady, my son has a six pack because he has like two percent body fat. He's also pretty strong. But I mean, <laughs> anyways, listen, we're, we're coming yeah. back to you with what are the most important things to focus on financially uh, uh, at the stage of life where you are the sandwich generation. You've got kids. You've got uh, aging parents. You've got yourself trying to retire. So right. like, which one comes first? What a heavy burden! Like, think about how stressful that can be. And my I mean, parents are going through it right now. Right. Like legitimately, uh, I have younger brothers that are boomerang brothers. How old are your parents? Uh, 64. Okay. Mine are 72-ish, three-ish. So uh, about 10 years, which makes sense. I'm about 10 years older than you. So my brothers are, my youngest brother's 22 and, right. and then 27 and then 31 and then me 38 now. And then my, and then my, all three of my four grandparents are still alive and, and one set is saved plenty and doesn't need help financially. Um, the other set needs, is going to need it soon. Wow. Like dementia setting in and, and whatnot. So like I'm living this right now as, as the youngest generation and I see my parents having to juggle and balance these things. And like, so that's the advice that I would want someone like us to be able to say, look, here's what you should focus on first, second and third. Right. And then, and then obviously you can, ex- it, that needs to be expanded on quite a bit, but right. Um, I th- who comes first, right? Well, I think that, I think first of all, you got to take care of yourself, right? Because if you cannot put on your own oxygen <laughs> yeah, mask, the same thing, mask before helping others, if you can't breathe, then you can't dead. keep anybody else alive. Right. So if you're not financially stable, you can't. And I've seen multiple clients go through phases where they are giving away entirely too much money to their kids at their own demise. Yes. They are literally going to end up being dependent upon their their children because they are have enabled those kids and they're the kids are be totally dependent upon the, the parents. So I think the next question, which we bullet pointed here, which is I'm going to rephrase it just a little bit, but is like when do you 
When do you kick them out? How do you know when, when to tell your kids that? I can't help you. Yeah, with I can't money help you anymore. It's financially you're on your own. And how do you do that? And you know what? I don't think I'm qualified to answer that question. I can <laughs> give you thoughts, but I think we should bring somebody in who is qualified to answer that question speaker. in a subsequent uh, in a subsequent show and have a guest on the show to talk about that because you know. You haven't done it yet. To try and pretend that I could, you know, it's tough. And actually, we're with a client uh, not too long ago where, I mean, they're giving a lot of financial support. Like, okay, they're paying the rent of a fully grown, mature, 30- College educated, college graduated. 47-year-old daughter. The, The child is 47. And having rent paid for with their significant other rents free mom's paying for rent mom's buying cars mom's paying for the kids cars who are 20 i mean like so, like this is a full on the dole kind of system that's right? really sad because you think about what it's going to do to the whole generation the that's, whole legacy is going to be exactly what i said to it's sad her. as what it is and by the way the daughter's beautiful and very nice i mean great person uh, you can you can be a nice um, person but, but still i said bad hey, habits, you, yeah. it's going to permeate a lack of responsibility and it's going to create a dependent maybe generations for, to come. It, it so will. that wealth that Likely. was created by the hardworking generation that worked hard and busted it out and figured it out, that generation, it's going to die in the multi-generational. I mean, in the subsequent generations, it's going to be more apathetic, yeah. dependent. And that's the problem with socialism not to go too political here, <laughs> but if you it's give true, somebody but... money and you support them, they become apathetic. So for some people, it happens faster than others. We understand that, especially if you have multiple children, they all go to different paces and have different things that happen to them. But that's always going to be the expectation. There's never an expectation ever said then uh, that I will support you forever or even for very long after you graduate from college. You know, that's but a bare, it's a bare minimum. Expectation, it, it should be done that way. So let's say that that's that for, family, there's that's no for way the that young conversation we're talking, <laughs> we're talking about right now, 40 year olds to 70 year olds. This is a big demographic. So, so for me, 44 year old with the eight and a 10 year old, I can say to them, this is what's going to happen. And I am saying that. I think I've said that to my seven-year-old. <laughs> yes. And I believe I will follow through on that. Now, only time will tell. Yeah. But I am not going to allow these children to be dependent upon me financially. I don't care where they have to move in the country, what kind of job they have to get, but they have to pay their own way yeah. post-college. My dad did it to me. Post-college. In fact, the day of driving so- to college graduation, it was a Saturday, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Rick, in I fact, I had, we had had so much fun the night before. I literally, this is embarrassing, but I was sick, right? I mean, I was hung over. And we had had so much fun the night before, college graduation. And my dad goes, hey, man, this is a great day. Yeah. And I'm like, why is, yeah, it is a great day graduation. Yeah. And he goes, well, no, it's a great day for me. And I said, well, why <laughs> is it a great day bed. for you? You're He's like, because you're done, buddy. I know I've been telling oh, you. I know you know it, but it's over. No and more financial support. And that wasn't a surprise support. to you. You weren't surprised. It wasn't. And he did it. And he followed through, which I knew he was going to. So therefore, I just worked my butt off. I don't off. think Rick bluffs about anything. <laughs> no, Rick is not a bluffer. He's no. the real deal. And uh, But literally, so the Monday post-college graduation, yeah. I was at a job in a suit and tie at 6 a.m. at Merrill Lynch in Escondido, California. And I was told if I was five minutes late, I'd be fired on the first day. So be there and be early. And um, But now that's not happening. So I think that maybe the words of wisdom we can share if you can call it wisdom at our young age 
is that you really do have to set those boundaries. And even if your kid's on the dole right now, so to speak, or you've been supporting them too long, <laughs> <They'll come around. laughs> give them a 12-month time frame. Yeah. Like, say, look, set here's what's happening. You got 12 months. This is what's going to happen. You should be interviewing you know, five times a day. You should have a job. You should start looking for places to live. You should figure it out because in 12 months, the clock, it's over. You know, and um, I personally think that's what people should do because they are going to create multi-generational apathy, financial detox. Here we are, multi-generational planning for families. Uh, it's such an interesting topic, Alex. I love that you did this. I really do think we need to have like multi-generational planning revisited. Not only are we creating this class or this um, planning session for families and where multiple generations can come together and have financial discussions, which uh, we're going to have an interest list uh, on our website here in the next day or so. So you can go to financialdetox.com and get that. But we, um, I think, I think also, and I, 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 I kind of hedge this because being a little bit younger, you know, we're on the younger side of this generation we're talking to. It's going to be very interesting next show when we talk to the elderly uh, generation. Yeah. Um, I think we do it with respect. I, we, we aren't meaning to lecture. We aren't meaning to be condescending or, um, uh, boastful in any way, shape, or form. We aren't. This comes from a position of humility, but it does also come from a position of experience in that this is what we do for a living. And for 21 years, I've been helping families and people, you know, build financial plans and invest their money and make a better financial life for themselves. So I think we do have some well, we t- um, we do collateral a, uh, experience yeah. that we can put to work here. I also don't think it's so much about the advice oftentimes actually comes, originates from the people, the families themselves. We simply find a way to, I think, organize it and and disseminate the information and catch all the stressful stuff that would stress out. Like imagine organizing a multi-generational estate amongst, you know, three or four generations, you know, that sounds overwhelming to me. And this is what I do. Right. Imagine someone who, you know, was a doctor or a lawyer or a business owner. It seems impossible. It's so, I think, I think just alleviating the stress of all how it all fits together. The advice doesn't even always need to come from us because we don't we're simply helping you communicate what you already want because we don't know what you want it's your goals yeah you know so this this gen the the other side of the thing that people are facing right now that we haven't gotten to yet which we should is that if you're in your 50s and 60s 70s even maybe if you're lucky uh, you have parents, parents that are aging and if they didn't save for themselves, you know, by now because they're coming, uh, something's happening uh, and you, you can know. see it happening, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and then you also want the best care for them if they can't care for themselves. Right. And, and if there's siblings and are you going to take care of mom or dad or, or are you, you know, the sibling or maybe we're going to put them in a, a home or these are kind of conversations it's tough. people have. It's stressful, <clears throat> man. I think you have to have them because you can't just wait until the day they fall down in, in their hospital to be like, Oh, well, what do we do now? You know? So or b- before it happens is, is the first piece of advice, you know, in advance. You right. Think well, about so a plan. what does it all come back to? I mean, in the end, it comes back to planning. Yeah. And and if you're doing the appropriate planning, and this is what financial planning is yeah. about. If you get with somebody who, number one, has to be a fiduciary, not trying to go into a sales pitch here. Full-time but fiduciary. But you have a full-time, all-the-time fiduciary, meaning they cannot and do not operate under broker dealer protocols where they can accept commission for products. And if they have an old broker dealer license that they take some uh, reoccurring revenue on, that's fine as long as they're not doing any new business under that and haven't for years. But a full-time, all-the-time, currently acting fiduciary, that's really critical. 
um, because they're going to come at the financial planning from a perspective of one that is truly designed to be in your best interest. But you know, you're sandwiched between these these two generations, right? You got maybe aging parents, you've got kids who have boomeranged and still living off you. How do you do it? Number one, if you're set financially and you're okay and you know your financial plan is in good shape, then you add in the other components of taking care, the other costs, the other expenses. Do a financial plan for your parents and exactly. figure out where you're where you stand. You know, and then that you seems start, so simple, right? You, it, it is simple. We do plans for parents uh, pro bono ones all the time because we want to we want to help right. our client number one. But then we know it's a risk. It's a yeah. it's risk mitigation. But but then what a peace of mind that comes over them being like, oh, actually, mom and dad did save enough. I, thank goodness I don't have to go down that right. conversation, get in fight with your siblings well, and over if something you, you don't But have if to- you plan early too, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, no, it's okay. But if you plan early and you plan appropriate, then you're not caught on the proverbial train track People with don't, that light but it's taboo though. Cause like, think about it. Like my mom and dad, are they ever going to come to me? Maybe because it's, I'm in the business, but if I wasn't, would they ever come to me and be like, Hey, like, can you, can we look at and talk about when we can't take over? You know, they're not, it's not a conversation that comes up naturally. I don't think usually it comes up because someone gets really sick Awkward. and it starts. And then because mom awkward and dad don't want to come to the kids for advice or help. Usually. I mean, maybe it's they awkward. Do. It's awkward. I mean, it depends for some people. It's less awkward. My family's always been really open about it, but again, we've been in the business. So, um, I think it's awkward for some and for some it's not. So our, our, our tangible advice, right? Cause we only have a couple more minutes and we want to give you tangible advice. And I would say, um, without being, um, self-promoting, you need to find a fiduciary advisor and get a plan, right? You have to put together a plan. You have to look at the, your own personal finances and know what is your capability to support yourself and those around you, because that's going to help you answer the questions of when can I retire given all of the financial responsibilities I have. Yeah. And then you can model out what if mom and dad who need my help live to be 103, you can model out a what if, what if I kick, I kick my kid out and tell him to go get a job, but he just can't do it. And then he comes back and I can't tell him no. So he, I'm helping him a year of extra expense. Yeah. Right. So you, you got to model out these scenarios and we can make that very easy for you. We can sit down in a session and make that easy. And then I think going further is to do the multi-generational planning and get everybody called the experience the multi-generational experience by financial detox boom there you go so that's it (laughs) that's what Um, we're going to call it that's what we're calling it but anyway we'll we'll put a sign up there so you can you can get on that interest list and we're going to set up the pricing structure and the the um, whole structure of that course slash session doesn't have to be everybody in one place we can use zoom and other technology but if we all are in one place that's even even better we'll come to you you can come to us but so this is the multi-generational financial detox show i think we've talked about a lot of concepts i don't know that we've given real specific answers but i don't think we can because every one of your situations is so different that we invite you to call us invite you to check us out and uh again get get on our interest list Mm, part three What's yeah. part three going to be about? Part three, we're talking about uh, more of the grandparents, right? The the leading generation, so to speak, and how they can instill values. And I think it's going to be really good as we dovetail that into the the experience, the multi-generational financial detox experience that we do. So cool. we uh, appreciate you listening. Always, you can get a hold of us at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. It's Financial Detox, and it's the Financial Detox Show Check us out at financialdetox.com. I'm Jason and this is Alex. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. 
To learn more about financial detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labrum and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labrum and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors' financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.